Okay, here we are. We're here. We're back. First we, recording of 2021. No. Yeah. We did an episode last week. Didn't we do that before New Year's? No, we recorded January 4th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> three days ago. <laughs> hey, guys. My pal's brain cell to lunch Rick today. left his brain in 2020. <laughs> we, uh, I'm George. And I'm obviously your pal, Rick. Uh, this episode, we had Mike Shoreman on the podcast. He is the author of Crash and Rise, The Diaries of the Unbalanced Paddleboarder. He's also got a great uh, story about facing adversity, some issues with mental health, and some health issues that have led him to the point he is now. So it's a great motivational, inspirational episode. He's had videos shared by Ashton Kutcher, Jay Shetty, and has gone viral numerous times. So this is definitely not an episode you want to miss and one that is real you know, one of those feel-good moments. Georgie, tell For me sure. where our sponsors are. We want to give a shout-out to our sponsor. Oh, who are our sponsors? Sorry, got it. Hello, brain. Look, I left my brain in 2022. Shout-out to our sponsor, Cast. Uh, for those who don't know, your power, <laughs> me and my pal have, uh, have another project on the side uh, that we're great, getting ready to launch almost at the point of beta. And, uh, yeah, it's coming to your iPhone and Android very, very soon. You can get a little bit inside scoop at createyourcast.com uh, or create your cast on socials. Check it out, guys. Show your support. Follow it. Uh, early signups coming up soon. We want to give another quick shout-out to our boys, the Kiriazakos brothers over at Brazilian Canadian Coffee. Uh, for those who don't know, these brown cups – oh, there's no video, so I don't know why I'm holding this up. But the, the brown cups have been on our table uh, since we've had the studio because it is the best coffee in the game and specifically want to give a shout out to their brand wild coffee w-y-l-d coffee um local uh sorry certified fair trade organic coffee uh it's a passion project of one of the brothers dimitri uh fantastic product guys it's great to support local and fair trade uh, organic and fair trade you can go see them at wild coffee on socials w-y-l-d coffee check them out and i guess that's a good point to hit this let's go lfg let's go (laughs) The 100K mark is it's it's in, in our sight. It's in, yeah, it's, yeah, it's in sight. It's in sight. You almost reach it. Huh. I almost grab it. Yeah. Well, Mike, welcome. Nice to have you pull the um, pull it closer so it should be like right, right little there. F- yeah, yeah, when you're comfortable. Yeah, good. You're good. Okay. So let's jump right into it, boys. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Rick, fire it up. Well, you know what? We were just talking <laughs> off, off camera about, uh, so you're going to be paddleboarding from Rochester to Toronto. Yeah. How far is that? Uh, so it's 96 miles. Okay. And the average pace of a paddleboarder is approximately, uh, so Are you gonna, sorry to interrupt. Are you going to do math in your head to figure out the speed? Well, I was just trying to figure out how, how many hours carry, carry, take? carry the well, two. Many, <laughs> you said 196. Uh, Let's say you paddleboard at an average pace of what? 10 kilometers so an hour. Most, give or so, take? so most races are like 50 K. Pull the, okay. Um, a little bit. I'll set you up. Good. Yep. Pull it a little bit. So it's, yeah, that should be good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. So most races are like 50K. Okay. Um, like there's a, a Chattanooga, one down in Tennessee, and, and that's 50K. There's one in Ottawa to, to Kingston, and and this is much longer yeah, yeah. than that. Okay, but, so but fish, sorry, how many kilometers did you say it was across? Like so it was 96 miles. 96 miles. Yeah. 160, 100, 100, 130, 160, give or take. It'd be 160 kilometers, yeah, give yeah. or take. Yeah. And so the 50 kilometer race would take about how many hours? Uh, generally, they they like to give you in if it's like a competitive thing. They generally give you like 12 hours, oh, but shit. but people like the good ones like power through, and and wow. they can get it done in like half that time. Okay, so let's call for argument's sake. You're paddleboarding about 10 kilometers an hour. Yeah. So your thing's going to take about, give or take, 15 hours, 15, 16 hours. Probably more because the farther you go, yeah, the longer, the more fatigued. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's going to take longer for me because like I've like I've got a neurological condition. Yeah. So, right. so I'm going to have to do, like I've got balance problems, so I'm going to have to do a bunch of it sitting down. Okay. Um, and that's going to slow me down okay. um, rather than 
goes straight, straight through. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's um, no, it's really exciting. Like I've got, I've been talking to people, and like the Toronto Marine Police Unit, I've agreed to come out and meet me, like twenty k out, and like bring me back in. That's like yeah, to like clear out all the boats and stuff. And <laughs> has, has this been done before? Is this like a common thing in the paddleboarding community? Uh, so I think people like to do big distances. Um, I know a few people who who have done like. Chris Burdish, he was sub man of the year in 2017. He crossed from Morocco to Antigua. Um, and well, far. the corner of Africa, the Atlantic. Yeah. Like yeah. it's huge. Um, I know some people Wait, who, sorry, sorry. Morocco to Antigua in the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. He became the first person to cross the Atlantic. Hold on a second. On a, on, on a, a board. Yeah, it w- it had like a built-in like boat or like a built-in like bedroom so that he could sleep. But like when he speaks about it, like he says, like you can hear the the sharks like knocking at night, like the across like, the Atlantic on a paddleboard. Yeah, what the yeah? F- See, George, this is a good chance to when you edit it, put a little picture of what's this, this guy's name? Chris Burdish. Chris Chris Burdish. Boom, right there. Yeah. Picture. Write that name. That's not going to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> She's getting the title. Uh, and, look and there have been people crazy. that have crossed the channel from England to France. Okay. Um, there are some people who've gone from Port Luzi okay. to, uh, I think, Toy Mississauga-ish. But I think I think this is going to be the wow. first one going from USA to Canada from Rochester. That's awesome. Good for you. Um, and I chose that route because... It's probably the most challenging. Like I could do the the route that Marilyn Bell swam, but uh, but this one's a little bit more of a of a challenge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think I I, I really want to push myself as hard as I can go. Also, the cross is the cross. We're calling it the crossing. Yeah. And um, and I'm doing it for mental health. Um, for Jack.org, which is a mental health organization in Canada, and the when I'm out there or when we're out there, um, you know, it's going to be kind of like a mental health journey. Like for sure. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're by yourself. You're, you're, you're right. by, like, people over there supporting people, you, but by but yourself and you and the board, you're the one who has to do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're in your own head. So, the whole time. so it kind of represents that. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to it. Complete side note, George, have you ever paddleboarded? Uh, yes. <laughs> Where did I do it? Me and I did it with my sister somewhere. I have done it before. I don't remember uh, Australia. I've done it. Okay. I've done it before. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I'm not great at it. I mean, I can, I I can go pretty slow across. Like, but I, I yeah, I, I did it in Florida, in, uh, in Naples, about three or four years ago. It was like a little bit rocky, and we saw them. They were renting them out. It's like right. ten bucks for an hour or whatever. Yep. Like me and my mom, were like let's go I did do it in it. Hawaii. Sorry, that's where I did it. Hawaii. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we were gonna do it. It was too choppy. Like you know what? It's too yeah. choppy. Never done it. Let's wait. Yeah. Next day, go out there, and I'm. Relatively, you know, good athlete. I have good balance. I was yep. a goalie in hockey, so I figured, you know, how hard can this thing be? Yeah, no, I was terrible. <laughs> I just remember, like, I start, I'm on my feet. I kept falling, and my legs are so sore from trying to keep my balance. Mom was like, "Just sit, just sit." I'm like, "No, I can't sit. I gotta stand." Like, wiped out. I think I lasted about 30 minutes on this thing, and then I was like, "I'm yeah. done. That's it." Yeah. My first lesson that I ever did was about 10 years ago, and it was just when paddleboarding was kind of booming and everybody was starting to do it and i did this i did like an hour lesson and i did it in the toronto harbor out of cherry beach and you know 40 45 minutes in the water um was you know, crap yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> wasn't good at all yeah yeah and uh but you know like the following the following's the fun bit for sure um so it just kind of hooked me and yeah and here you are, ten years later. Here I am, ten years later. That's There's it. a lot yeah. to unpack. I have m- many questions. Um, huh. now obviously, we're gonna jump on a lot of things here, but just to even go back, like, what even? Like, obviously, hook from the beginning, and like, but what inspired you to like take on a challenge like this? I mean, I, I think we know the answer, but for the listeners as well. But like, what? What gave you the idea even just to, to take? I want to go across Lake Ontario. Like, I've <laughs> never. I'm assuming you never done 160 no. kilometers. So, no. <laughs> no. I mean, what's the f- What's the farthest you've gone? Uh, the farthest I've gone was about 30, okay. 35K. And, um, and no, I think this is like, if this, if this takes me two days, this will take me two days. Yeah, if it yeah. takes me three days, it'll take me three days. I love that. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, it you doesn't matter. It. Yeah. Um, you know, one of, 
one of my messages that I like that I say to people is just like finish your race like just whatever it is however like doesn't matter where you come doesn't matter if you come first or if you come second yeah. but just like finish your race and and this is going to be this is going to be like that it doesn't matter message yeah yeah because it's all relative right at the end of the day you're doing it for yourself it's yeah. a really good really yeah. good message so what just to go back to that point like so what was the where did you get the idea to do lake ontario like what was it like like from 30 to like 190 or what 160 i guess kilometers wise is a big jump like what was it like you know what screw it i can do it like what gave you that I think, uh, so I'm going to do it with a friend. Okay. She owns a paddleboarding company in Toronto. Her name's Gudrun. She owns What's Up Toronto in Ashbridge's Bay. And shout out. Shout out. There we go. And, um, and she's a big part of my paddleboarding journey story. And uh, I said to her, you know, I, I really want to do this with somebody. I really, uh, and you've, you've been a big part of this with me. Would you be my support? in it like we're gonna have boats around us yeah um but just to have company um and to have somebody on the water and we were talking about it and 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 she was like i'll totally do it with you like this is a great cause yeah, and yeah. and you know it'll make a huge difference so let's just go for it yeah so she's actually training down in Puerto Escondido in Mexico. Oh, Mexico. oh wow. Um, she's a little bit a, warmer down there. A little bit warmer. She sent me an update today. She was on the water on the Pacific. Yeah. I was on the water in Toronto. It was a little bit different. <laughs> You're on like a wetsuit, snowsuit. Yeah. She's in her like little bathing suit. Yeah. yeah. A little different. A little different. Yeah. Sunscreen on. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. get it. Yeah. So I was wearing like a dry suit today. It's a little bit different than a wetsuit. So a dry suit, like you look like an astronaut. So oh. I, if I fall in the water... Like no water gets into it at all, um, but yeah. So, so hold on before. Yeah, yeah. So what you're what you're doing too is very similar. Well, how's your telling this story? It's very similar to what we did maybe about two months ago. So me and Georgie ran a marathon. Okay. And we said we don't care how long it takes us to finish. No. We just want to finish it. Yeah. And similar to you, like he wanted to run it, and he called me. He's like, "Hey, do you want you want yeah. to run this?" And I was like, "Yeah, so F it. Why not?" Right. Nice. I don't know if I could do it, but as long as we finish, we yeah. said, we had, like, not, you literally said, yeah, I'll be outside for six hours. I don't care. A I'm, whole I'm, marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We did so, 40, 42.2 kilometers. Actually, 42.5 actually. More. I almost yeah, did yeah, 42.5. Yeah. Like I told Ricky, like did the math. It was like the last, so it was in November. It was like the last good day. It was like a random yeah. uh, Saturday, November. And it was like 12, 15 degrees out or something. Yeah. Like we got really lucky. And I, it was the weekend. I had planned to run a marathon that got canceled on that weekend. So huh. it just worked out. Like the, the weather God said, you know what? Mm. You ha here's we're giving you every opportunity, no excuses. Mm -hmm. So I called Rick and he's like, "Yeah, he didn't even really think about it." I was like, "I've been training." Like, you know what? I want to hang out with my buddy. Okay, you know what? maybe I can't do this, but I know I could walk 42 kilometers. So worst case scenario, I just walk the whole thing, yeah. and we did it. It was hell at one point. I think my body's still regretting it, but watching you a couple of times put me in pain. <laughs> yeah, like, I, was, it was I was definitely pain, but we accomplished it. We had we didn't set a time before. We you know had some Amazing. goals in mind, but. We said, as long as we finish it, we just yeah. don't stop. We just need to keep moving the entire time. And we said we might do one next year and try to raise some money too because it was a, it was an experience. Yeah. Where did where was this? Uh, so we started at my condo at King and Spadina, okay. King of John area. Then we ran east to um, kind of Leslieville Leslie. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we ran down to Cherry Beach, nice. kind of played around in that little area for maybe five, 10 kilometers. Yeah. Then we did Lakeshore all the way from Cherry Beach all the to way to Port Credit. Wow. Yeah, just straight shot to Ontario and then up a little bit. So I'm like, my parents live up in that area. So awesome. went up there and then it was a struggle the last few <laughs> the last The last 15. Yeah. Like when we hit the 30 mark, that's when it was kind of like, all right, you know what? The vibes are running low. <laughs> that's when it started to hurt. But no, yeah. as you were saying that, it just reminded me. So Yeah, and obviously ours is a little bit different. Like we yeah. did it just for us to do it where there was no cause involved. Um, so that's obviously a big part of yours. Like you're trying to do it yeah. to, to raise money. And I mean, obviously yeah. there's a bit of a story there. So do you want to like give us a little bit of background as to obviously one, what led you and inspired you to this cause and kind yeah. of your background and how you got into this? Yeah, sure. Thanks. Uh, so, so I used to be a paddleboarding coach. I used to teach professionally in front of, um, the Toronto skyline. So I worked out of Cherry beach and, um, and, I'm a co I was a coach with Paddle Canada, which is the national organization, and and I used to teach lessons right in front of the Toronto skyline, and it was like this big 
experience thing. I focused on sunsets because I thought it was, you know, really, you know, picturesque, yeah. picturesque, romantic in front of the skyline, planes on top of you take really amazing pictures of everybody. Cue my date idea for next summer. It's a great, put that, put that yeah. in the bank for next summer. <laughs> uh, was featured quite often on Toronto date ideas. Yeah, like actually. NAR City, like yeah. 21 things yeah. to do in the yeah. summer with your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah sure. uh, so or with your boyfriend partner. I, yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it's great. Like I, I've taught so many people who were on like first dates and, and they're still on my social media and, uh, and, oh, wow. and now I'm like, Oh, they're engaged now. They're not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, just, like, He's like, but, Oh shoot. The pictures I, are gone. I saw that one coming, <laughs> but, but no, like I, she wasn't I, very good. I knew it was going to yeah, last me and my exes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was really cool. Like I got to see like people people kind of getting together and and friends and and whatever. And um and you know in 2018 I went out to California in my off season. And off seasons I, right now, obviously. Right? Off seasons right now. So off season in Toronto kind of starts in October. Yeah. Unless you're crazy and going across Lake Ontario, yeah, then then, then, then it's there's no off season. season. There's no off season. No. No. So I went out to yeah. Laguna Beach and I was going out to set up a business partnership uh, to run retreats and, and workshops. And my whole idea was that I would be in California in my off season. And I came back and I got really sick 10 days later. So my chicken pox virus from when I was a kid reactivated in my ear. And, uh, so when chicken box reactivates from stress, um, it's shingles and most people know shingles as being really painful. Uh, it is, it's excruciating. Uh, mine attacked my ear. So when it attacks your eye or your ear, um, it's this very rare condition. It's called Ramsey hunt syndrome and overnight, um, like in a period of five days, my face collapsed, uh, hearing problems, vision problems, speech problems, because my face dropped mm -hmm. and I lost my sense of balance. So um, I couldn't really, like I couldn't walk from here to, from where you are to me yeah. without yeah. being held. Um, and, you know, I was, you know, paddleboarding on top of the world, thinking about going out to California and then suddenly I'm the unbalanced paddleboarder and I can't, Jeez. I can't, yeah. I can't move. Well, life's it, turned upside down. And, and the ear, I'm guessing it's, it has to do with equilibrium and everything like that. Like it kind yeah. of, yeah. So like dizziness, extreme vertigo, they sent me, vertical, yes. they, yeah. they sent me for an MRI to rule out brain damage. Um, and yeah, it was just like one series of devastating appointments after, after yeah, the yeah. next one. I think I remember reading or, or watching one of the videos where you said there was a misdiagnosis and if they caught it in the first 72 hours, things could have been a little bit different. Yeah. How, how was that like? So, yeah. So with this, you have 72 hour window to start taking treatment. Like, was it antibiotics um, or something? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, um, and I went to a, the first, the first symptoms were just ex like really, really bad pain. So I went to a walk-in clinic and then, you know, I got, you know, painkillers and then, um, and then I thought, you know, a day later I should go to a, I should go to a hospital. And, um, and I remember driving to the hospital and I remember feeling dizzy as I was driving and, and thinking, this isn't right. Like, I, I feel like I've been drinking and, and, and they said, they asked me questions, you know, have you, have you been out of the country lately? And, and I said, yeah. And so what were you doing? And I said, I was surfing and paddleboarding and they said, Oh, you've got dirty water in the ear infection. And that was it. Um, and they let me go. Um, and then a couple days later at, um, I'm at my parents at, at this point and, uh, I come downstairs and my, and my face dropped and my mom just kind of guided me to the mirror and she was like, we need to get you to the hospital. Yeah, um, this isn't dirty water. This isn't dirty water. But they actually said it was at that hospital. Um, and they didn't run any tests that day. Um, it took two 
two more days on another hospital trip to the third hospital before they said, we're going to send you for blood work. We're going to send you for, um, for everything, yeah. for everything, for a CT scan, for everything. Oh, um, geez. and then they came, uh, the doctor came back and he said, um, this is what it is. Um, you know, we missed the, the window here, but we're going to still give you the steroids and we're going to, and we're, and we're going to see how it goes. And, and, uh, what do you do? And I said, I'm a professional paddleboarder. And he went, Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. a, that's a tough pill to swallow. It yeah. Tells you that, right? Yeah. Um, so this is 2018 you said, correct? Yeah. November, 2018. It was remembrance day. Fuck. Wow. So. I was going to ask you the boat, like, so then from that point on, like, you lose your balance completely, so you couldn't walk from this far. Like, how long did that last? And then when did you determine, like, you know, I, I need to do something about this and I, I got to kind of start going through, I guess, the rehab pros and all that stuff? Like, yeah. What was that? Yeah. So like with there? my condition, I get really dizzy when I turn my head from side to side still. Okay. Um, when I move it up and down. And, is it, and sorry, not to cut you off, is it improved or still, like, it, over time, does it not improve with rehab? It, or is it it's something that will always be as bad as the beginning i think i've probably plateaued okay with my recovery at this point um although it's you know it's nothing compared to what i was right um i was using a cane i was holding on to people um i had to wear an eye patch because my because my face had dropped my eye was kind of like bulging out wow. like i looked like two-face from batman um and um and yeah, no, it was so, so that happened in November In January, uh, I started, it's called vestibular rehab therapy and it's kind of retraining your brain, how to, uh, compensate with the loss that you're given. So it's retraining, um, like some basic steps. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I do exercises where I'd like walk down the hall and and like i'd walk a few steps and turn my head this way and then walk a few more steps and turn my head this way and and eventually over time it it, it all helps you're doing um, a lot of like almost baby steps yeah yeah um i remember my physiotherapist i, I call him the flash um he he uh no he was amazing like very you know very you know, I, I was in a rough spot. I, I was I was probably the most vulnerable I've probably ever had to be, and it was very dark period. And he he would he would be very gentle and easy, but also push me. Um, and and yeah, no, it was it was amazing. So that's let's call it. You were doing that for how long? Maybe six months, or is it a year? So the rehab uh, started in January, and and I still do the exercises now. But um, but no, I was I was doing rehab almost yeah into into the following fall. Huh. Um, yeah. So then from there, when was the next time you got back on a paddleboard? I got back on the paddleboard uh, May long weekend this year. Oh, no, sorry, no, that that oh, year. So it happened in November, and I got back on uh, in, in oh, May. Wow. So six months later, give or take. Yeah, yeah. But did they tell you? Like, did you think at the beginning when it first happened? That, what did you? Sorry, did you think, or did they say like there's a chance that you're not going to get back on the paddleboard again? Yeah. So on um, in April, I had two big appointments, kind of back to back. The first one was with. Um, was with the ENT specialist. And he said, uh, after reviewing everything, no flying. You're not gonna be able to fly. You're not gonna be able to do long car trips like roadies. Um, you're not going to be able to paddleboard. You're like being around waters, not gonna work with this condition. It's gonna just make you sick. Um, and, and then the next day, I went to find out, um, see how my, my face was repairing. And, and they said uh, that there was a cross wiring of the nerves and that it was uh, repairing incorrectly. Um, so it was like two, two really, really big hits. Wow. And, um, and that night I checked into a mental health treatment facility. Oh, wow. So... 
yeah, it was just breaking point. Uh, it was just done. <laughs> yeah, well, you can imagine your whole life has literally turned upside down, right? Yeah. Or I guess dropped in half, I guess. So yeah. and it's obviously tough. And, you know, kudos to you for, for making it to where you are now. And we'll obviously kind of touch on the book and some of the other things. But on that point of checking yourself into a mental health you know, clinic, that's obviously a big topic, especially around this time of the year. Yeah. What was that like? How did you know you needed to do it? Like I, I've battled depression and, and other issues myself. And I remember my tipping point. I remember the exact moment, the exact spot. I was, I could tell you it like identical or the exact moment. What was it like for you to say, holy fuck, my life is, li oh, I swear, like, holy crap, my life is just turned upside down. I need to go and get help. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like, you, know, a, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Yeah, probably. no. Um, so, you know, Overnight, like my, my independence, my business, my social life, I remember announcing like on social media, like, like I'm, I'm done, um, like to my, to my followers, my clients just saying like, like, I'm not going to be able to carry on like this. And, um, and no, like my days were just, you know, I, I stopped going out, um, you know, friends would say like, you know let me come over and see you or i'll take i'll take you to a movie and i'm i'm like i don't i don't want to be seen like my people are people are looking at my face and and wondering like why is that guy wearing an eye patch and wearing a cane and using a cane and and all this stuff and and i just was like no i don't i don't want to be out in the world and and i just shut down i isolated myself um i kind of joke around that like this is my second isolation. Like, this. yeah, COVID is like, yeah. your second. Like, like, that was my national Olympics. This is that was my national championships. Mm. This is my Olympics. Yeah. Um, at, but, least, at least we can laugh about it now, right? Like, you know, yeah. turning a dark point into yeah. a, a happier point. Which um, nice. but like, it was just a really dark period, and and I shut down. Like, I was talking to people, but like, I wasn't really talking to people, I wasn't telling people what I'm, what I was going through, what I was feeling. Um, and I just bottled everything up until, until I just had the breakdown. And, and I just told, I told my, I told my folks, I just said, I, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Um, and, and they're like, we're, we're going to get you some help. That's good. If you don't mean asking, are you, even before this incident happened, were you, were you naturally an introvert or extroverted person? Or mix of both? Like, what do you would consider yourself? I think a mix of both. Um, like, one of my one of my favorite parts about paddleboarding was meeting new people and and having conversations. Like, I I'd, I'd start my lessons off with, you know, introduction, like handshakes, and by the end, I like it was it was hugs. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I loved that. And then it was just like the the social was just boom gone. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So when all that kind of happened, just kind of went all internal and blocked out everything and just didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, I was also very, uh, very stressed because stress is an activator for, for this. And I, I was scared out of my mind that it was going to come back. And like for anybody that's listening to this, like you can go on my social media. I've posted, I actually just posted a picture today of of what that looked like and um and the the pictures are, are rough like it's it's uh it's a hard thing to, yeah, to kind well, of, of course out, it's but. it's always tough and you know kudos to you for for getting to where you are now and to anybody listening you know th there are dark days but there's a light at the end of the tunnel there guarantee is. you that he's a good yeah. example of it um you know just because you're having a bad day it doesn't make it a bad life you yeah. know, we all have bad days um, and that's kind of, I, I want to switch on to a little bit after that. So maybe that was, let's say 2018 ish. Yeah. So now you've got back on the board. Mm -hmm. You're, you're starting the first, first Bumble. lesson. Yeah. First, first time you got back on, I'm assuming you probably sucked. No uh, first time was three minutes, three minutes. Yeah. I describe it as the best three minutes of my life as a 35. Oh, that's what guy. girls describe it with me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> I'm joking. You're not joking. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, we, we had a little bit of a little dark passion. I wanted to cheer things up. Oh, make that, it was funny. that was funny. You have to make it fun yourself. So, buddy. Th three, <laughs> so a good three minutes on the board. Yeah. Okay. So 
you you get off or you fall off. I'm assuming. No, I just I I, I, I I just sat I just sat on it for three minutes and just sat in this. Um, I was the safety expert for the Canadian Safe Boating Council, and they partner with the OPP every every uh, May long weekend to do safety demonstrations, and I'd been their safety media expert, and they'd invited me back without realizing that anything was wrong. And I didn't want to lose that opportunity and in case I did come back someday. So I invited other people who had paddleboarding businesses to come with me and they could do the demonstrations. And then when all the media cleared out, my friend said, hey, do you want to try getting back on a board? And I did. And, and they were like, we're going to stay with you. And, and I just lasted for, for a few minutes. Um, but it gave me the confidence to go out and try for five minutes next time and then i did i went out for five minutes and then that gave me the confidence to go out and sit on paddleboard for seven minutes and then i think it was in july that i stood up for the first time and i stood up for for a minute or two and that's when i was like feel good moments yeah and then i wiped out <laughs> <laughs> naturally yeah actually so you you finally stood up and this is maybe like a year later we're, we're have rough rough timelines yep. so you stood up what took you from that moment to the moment where you are kind of now i'm going to be going across from the states to toronto like where did it was it like okay i saw the guys what they did at uh the two gentlemen in muskoka they swam across georgian bay or whatever it was then did you see that and like a light bulb went off? This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. So I got involved with Jack.org um, shortly after um, I did a thing called Speaker Slam, um, which is Canada's largest inspirational speaking competition. I think you guys have had Jose on. Yeah, we had Jose. Yeah. yeah, we had Jose. It's yeah. funny enough, that episode reached like top like 15 or something in Lebanon. Crazy. Yeah, Jose's got it. Yeah, yeah, I, I got it. Like, I yeah, yeah. so I get notifications on the charts when we when we rank on the, on the charts, and you know we're normally in Canada in yeah, our yeah, category. Yeah. We pop in and out of you know top 100, top yeah. 200, whatever. And then I get a notification from Lebanon. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. But it was like three yeah. weeks after the episode release. I was yeah. so confused. I'm like, yeah. I guess that's Jose and his people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jose's yeah. got a huge yeah, huge yeah it's so. nuts. So Jose, um, I know Jose because we both competed at Speaker Slam, which is Canada's largest inspirational speaking competition. Different ones. Um, and, and he won. Um, and it's basically professional speakers getting on stage and sharing their story. And... Um, and so I, I applied. Um, I had a friend actually say, I want you to do this. So I said, okay. And then they said, we want you. And, um, and, I th and, then, I, and then I found out that these are all TED Talk speakers and, and all this. And, and I thought, crap, now I have to like really write. And have you ever done public speaking? I gave a really bad valedictorian speech once and oh, everybody congrats. hated it. It was sorry. really bad. It was a really bad speech. Actually, George, you did the, speak <laughs> the speech class at Western, right? Yep. Second year, third year? Second year. I did mine uh, in fourth. Third year. Yeah, I did mine in fourth year. I just wanted that easy mark. Yeah, it's crazy. Most it was an easy mark. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't do so good. Do you know what? To speak in front of 20 people, I can do that. I, okay. I, you know, I wouldn't get shy around 20 people. Those 30 people, maybe. See, that's what's so interesting. Like, everybody who's known me my entire life, when I tell them I used to be scared of public speaking, they're like, there's no shot. Because I talk more yeah, than yeah, anybody yeah. in the world, probably. Yeah. Uh, and I'm louder than most people. But... Actually, probably louder than even honestly, we're the two loudest people that we know. But anyways, I was terrified. I couldn't even stand in a room of like five people if I didn't know them. If I knew a, a thousand people in a room, I could talk in front of all of them. As <laughs> soon as you put like, and I don't know in the majority, pff, terrible. Him. Like you just speak fast. These are sweating. Then you speak faster because you're sweating. And then you, you mumble. Then you more. go in circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. Mm. Still not always the best public speaker. <laughs> this is all those days. But yeah. anyways, back, enough about me. Back to the point. <laughs> um... But yeah, so so their theme for the evening was courage, and it was ten speakers to a room of three hundred, and um, and I gave this speech about uh, power and confidence when when we lose it, and and how each yes we say to ourselves. Um, so for me, my first yes was mental health treatment, and then that led me to going that day to where the paddleboards were. And then that led me to my next yes, which was getting on the board. And then, and then the yeses just kept on coming. And, um, and I used to do this thing with my clients where 
I tell them at the end of their lessons, you know, you're always really shaky in the, in the water at the beginning. Um, and you have your, your most stationed when you have your paddle in the water. So at the end of the lessons, I'd kind of line all my students up in front of the CN tower. And I'd tell I would just like command them like an army sergeant. I'd be like paddles up and I'd tell them to raise their paddles. And then I'd take like amazing photos of them and send them to them. Um, and I, and I finished the speech with like paddles up and, um, and, and then it just became this movement. Um, so I, I, you know, the speech went viral on several platforms like Power Positivity. Ashton Kutcher put it on his platform. Um, Jay Shetty put it on. Interlight Media turned it into like a movie. And it got millions of views. Wow. And I woke up this one morning and I saw this picture of this like 10 paddleboarders from Australia. And it was tagged to my wall. And they're all holding their paddles up. And they're like, paddles up from Australia. And then... Somebody from Boston must have seen that because then they t they did it and they're like paddles up from Boston and then it went to like Texas, England, France, uh, like it's like Holy. countries all over and it was for you know paddles up for people struggling and for mental health and um, and it just became this this big thing. So then I got involved with Jack.org um, and I just held my second annual paddles up event um for for mental health and and we raised money for them um this past fall and it was you know um a big charity paddle and and yeah and then i just decided uh i was talking with the vice president of jack.org and and i i just said you know like how how's this season going like with with fundraising with you know the situation that we're all in and 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 he said it's 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 okay it's it's a challenge but we've got you know tons of people doing big community things and then i started looking at it and then and i saw the the swimmers who swam georgian bay and i just thought no i i want to do i want to do this big thing and i want to raise a lot of money for them that's awesome uh, so that's and awesome. that's what led you to come up with the idea to go across lake ontario yeah Jesus Christ. It's part gonna of, be part of my I that really <laughs> honest I commend it. Like it's gonna be brutal. I can't even stop it. So brutal. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh it's gonna break my body. I can't even imagine that. Like, I just honestly, keep thinking, like, where do you go to the bathroom? You just jump in the water? Pee? Just oh, go in the water. water. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, if we were running so like that's just to side note too, you know, like in marathon, most runners who are like professional marathon yeah. runners, they, just they don't stop for the water, they no. pee themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. only pee themselves, they shit themselves too. I if you were a really good runner, most like other pros, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. If, I didn't like, know this. We're we're not trying to break records, but like, yeah. let's say I was running. Let's say I wanted to run a personal best. You're trying to qualify for Boston. Let's say you got to run a sub. I bet you if we asked Blake, he would tell you people do it. Because if you're trying to break, you can't stop. Stop for a three minute piss. Like that could put you over the mark. So if you're like trying to qualify for Boston or even better, like you are pissing yourself as you run. I'm not shaking myself. I, no, no, not that yeah, far. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah no. Yeah. Yourself, but yeah. Well, okay, let me ask you: If you were a runner and you could qualify for Boston, and you had to go number two. Would you stop and risk Boston? Nah, I'd stop, take would off my stop? shirt. <laughs> no, I'd set up a, I'd set up the nice toilet paper ring in the porta potty. <laughs> you would give you up? Kidding, bro? <laughs> I'd make sure I was good enough that I didn't need to rely on that five minutes. That's a big yeah. deal, though. I guess I'm not going to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was a little, a little segue. To answer your question, yeah, you're in the water. You could yeah, just pee in your suit, yeah. right? Yeah. But when are you planning on doing it? Do you have a date in mind? August twenty second. Wow. Right. Also, like confirmed everything. Yeah. So, yeah. so Jack's launching the website um, the same week as Bell Let's Talk Day. Okay. Wow. So that is January 29th. Yep. Um, and we're launching it because it's it's a significant mental health week. Um, and and then, you know, it gives us um, ample time to to go out and get donors and sponsors and and all that stuff yeah, and, and like a handful of months yeah yeah mm, yeah i have a few questions about that but the one thing i want to jump back to is like when you said that you saw the paddles up from everybody like kind of all over the world like uh, what did what was that like when you saw that like, you wake up to see that and you see that it kind of caught on and it's going viral and it like does that give you the same kind of like let me rephrase this what gave you more of a, a rush and a, and, a, and a feeling of excitement that first time you stood up again on the paddleboard or seeing everyone kind of buy into the, the paddles up and like that really bringing them together. Did one bring you more joy? Were they different? Uh, 
so when I got back on the paddleboard, it was it was an amazing day. Like it was it was like I I've done that day before, and the weather was was rough. But but we do it because the media comes out, and and you have to do it because you're you've you know it's it's setting the stage for safety on the water for for boating season. Uh, but that day was beautiful, and I remember uh, my my friend who who came with me. Like I asked her. Um, we had, I had, I had to go to the bathroom that day and, and we had to, we, it's fair question. By, Where do you go to the bathroom? There yeah. It's down by Ontario. It was, it was filmed down by Ontario place. So, and there were tons of steps and, and I, you know, she, she held me as I went up the stairs and I was like, you don't think they know do you, I was like, you don't think they've caught on yet, even though I'm not actually out there doing anything. And, but, but when I got on that day, it was like the sun hit my face and I felt like I was at home. Like I felt like, you know, the doctors said I couldn't do it and I did it. And, and it was a really proud moment. And, um, and it, it was just really, really rewarding. But when I saw the paddles up thing, um, that was like a beautiful moment that was seeing other people come together who didn't know me, um, had no personal connection, um, and hearing from people, uh, like thousands of messages of like, you know, I heard your speech, like I've got, I've got multiple, multiple sclerosis or I've got Parkinson's or, or, you know, my dad had cancer or something like that. And, and, and how, how it was kind of universal. And, and that, that was, that was just a, a beautiful, really special thing. Uh, I want to say, you mentioned Jay Shetty and Ashton Kutcher both shared it. Like that's gotta be we had Tom Brady and some other like A-list celebrities comment Mark on one of, Mark Wahlberg, yeah, yeah. So I guess you saw it. They commented on ours, and that was probably one of the coolest things to happen to me in a long time. So I can okay. imagine, you know, Jay Shetty and Ashton Kutcher sharing your videos. Got to be like, holy shit, you know? I, okay, I'm, I might be able to get you Tony Horton tonight. Yeah, well, let's, okay. let's we'll, we'll set it we'll up. See. We'll set it. We'll talk after. We'll talk, <laughs> talk off camera. We'll get you, you and Jordan gotta <laughs> work some magic. But um, but that's me. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. something. Like, no, really that, cool it's like one of those those things that you're like, wow, like you get really excited about, right? Yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. crazy. Um, I'm gonna switch over to the book unless you got other things. I want to ask about the, you know what, we'll go to the book and then I want to ask again about the training and like the whole like goal because that's a big deal and obviously like people need to be aware of this because it's for sure. a good cause and yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, never mind, the, the cause yeah. is awesome. The, the feat of, of human capability to do that is also amazing. So I think let's talk about the book. And then we'll circle back. And then we'll kind of wrap it on that. Yeah, yeah I like perfect. That, we're, on the same, we're on the same vibe today. Um, okay, the so tell us, about the, tell us about the book, The Diaries of the, Unpa the Unbalanced Paddleboarder. Yeah, so, so it's... You know, it's um, you know, it's it's my story, but it's a lot of people's stories, and it's a mixture of my story and then the lessons learned from that that can be applied to to other people's lives, and um, so yeah, so the speech happened in you know August twenty nineteen. And that started like the right, like I had been documenting um, my journey the entire time, like the eight months before. Um, and, and then in, in September, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm really going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to turn this into a book. This is a story. Like I'm going to turn like paddleboard, paddleboarder told he can't ever paddleboard ever again <laughs> like i'm gonna like all of the amazing things that did happen um are worth sharing in a book and and i'm gonna write it so so i started in september and and that that came out just over a year so it came out just late late this past october and wow. um yeah Crash and, and rise. Did you like self-publish? Yeah, someone help. Like, how did how did it get? No, so I have, I have a publisher. Okay, and um, she's amazing. She her name's Tabitha Rose. If you're listening, shout out Tabitha. Tabitha. Shout out Tabitha. Um, so she, 
Uh, she's a publisher and, and she does many things. Um, she's, you know, amazing. And, um, yeah, so, so that came out in October and it's now carried at Barnes and Noble, Indigo Chapters and Coles, Amazon, Book City, T.O., um, so, most books retailers, if they don't carry it, like if people just mention it, like, like it's an assistant, like people can order it if yeah, they, awesome. if they don't carry it. I, I was just flipping through and I saw the pictures at the back and you've really like, even with the pictures, you've documented everything. Yeah. Like we've got, so the before pictures in India, we have the picture of the ear, which I'm not going to. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah you I, saw I, it. I have a weak stomach. I have a yeah, very yeah. weak stomach in general. Like, like so, you so like I, documented everything. Yeah. Someone's not going to be a doctor. Never. I knew from a young age I could not be a doctor. No, like I'm not good. Like if I see a video of someone that's like jumping and I know that there might be a chance of an injury, can't watch it. Yeah. Like even I like sports and when I know like the injuries that happen in basketball, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. Like Gordon, uh, J- Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward, Paul George, like Alex, I, I've Alex never Smith. never seen the highlights. Never watched yeah. them again. Alex Smith, I can't watch that stuff. I have a yeah. very weak stomach. Not yeah. weak stomach, just like yeah, like yeah, giving that pain shock, you know. Yeah. Um. Sorry. So, go ahead. How long did it take you to write this? If you don't mind me. Asking. So that. It was easier for me because I had been writing about it, like like journaling about it. Um, and then, so I'd been journaling about it. And then when I started writing the speech in July for August, um, I really started sharing it, the experience of what I was going through online. Um, and, and I started almost using social media like Facebook, Instagram, um, changing it from my paddleboarding company to my personal inspirational, motivational yeah. speaker, yeah. Um, and and sharing <laughs> that, um, so so that made the writing process a lot easier because I'd done a lot of the writing before, um, and I can just kind of timeline everything and then add bits and pieces and take take stuff out, but. You know, the, the editing team, I had amazing editors. They did three rounds of edits on it. Um, and that, and that, that took, that took a long time. That took months, but, uh, yeah, crazy rewarding. Like it was, it was awesome. I know it it looks, it looks great. The pictures at the end too can obviously, you know, share that story. I most like, like the feel of it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been a cactus club? Yeah, of course, I've been the yeah. Club. So like, it feels like they're <laughs> like they're bus- like they're the mat fi- business. The mat yeah, 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 Like yeah. when I, I know what you mean. It, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Their, their menu is the mat yeah. finish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got a nice, good feel to it. It feels like being outside in the summer on the water. Actually, yeah. they did a really good job with those. So, cover so of it. I when I when I wrote it, I was like, I want a design that like this is like it's a story about you know about mental health, about paddleboarding, about everything. Um, but I I like. I wanted to write a story that was designed as like a beach read, um, something light, something funny. Um, I'm not that funny today, but I can be. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I made up for it today. Roast my, I roast myself. It's okay, me. I got you. Um, something that you know you can take to a beach and you know casually read. Yeah, and just and yeah. So yeah. If someone, if you had to paraphrase it, you know, and wrap it up, the Coles Notes version. What would you say? Kind of just your story. The last, I guess, thirty minutes that we've been talking, forty-five minutes. Wrap, wrap it up. The story. No, would you no. say that's kind of what it is? Just the last forty-five minutes of us chatting, give or take. There's more. There's a lot more. Okay. There's a lot. Yeah. It, well, yeah. It's um. There's. I. I go. I go deep into what what it looks like for people who are struggling, who are who are who have you know challenges and. And and what that looks like, what it looks like when you know things things don't happen the way that you you plan, and and kind of where that can lead, and um, and yeah. So, were you at any point scared? Like, yeah, any point during this, even before the book, when you first started sharing your journey, after you went, to, you know, you got the point where you had to go get uh, treatment for like mental health, mental health and all that stuff. After that, were you still a little bit worried about sharing your story? Like, did it take a lot of time or did you just one day say, like, people need to know about this because other people could be in the circumstance? So the first time that I went viral, I think it was the first. um, So it was power of positivity. And 
and it was um i think i think that one was close to close to a million views and and you're you're really open like when when a big platform takes something that you've done like that and run it um like you know you you open yourself up to to whoever's on that platform and fortunately uh like i've seen other speakers who've who've been on there and people have kind of you know reached out or said you know what's she talking about this message and shoot them and, apart yeah and and sometimes it's rough and and i knew that could happen uh i never got it um i i was very you know i i wore a a bow tie. I shouldn't have wore a bow tie, but I wore a bow tie when I gave that talk. Um, and I did that purposefully because it had the viral element to it. Um, and, but you know, the worst comment I ever got was bow ties terrible. Um, but it was, that guy was right. It was a really bad bow tie. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Mind you, it did its purpose. Yeah. Um, but no, like I had, you know, thousands of messages and really only one that was yeah no but I, I didn't really worry about it that's what i mean like so that point like once that happened there was nothing that you were kind of scared once that kind of gave you the validation you said you know what i'm going to share my story more yeah yeah okay i just thought you know this can help um this can this can help people and and yeah just go for it is there is there one message like i know you said a few is there one message that really stuck out to you like Besides a person, you know, besides, you know, some celebrity sharing it, like, is there one person that you can think, of? and if you can't, it's cool, but is there one that, like, really just hit home or really resonated differently, like a specific person, anyone that sticks out, or was there just so many, it's hard to pick one? Um, like, people reaching out yeah, to... Yeah, kind of like, just saying your story really helped because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Oh, oh. Um, no, so, like, a bunch of people in... in, in so I, I have Ramsey Hunt syndrome. So like a lot of people in the Ramsey Hunt syndrome community, okay. especially. Um, but there are like there's uh, there's this girl named Julie, and she's in London, Ontario, um, and 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 she's you know she's been one of my my biggest supporters, one of my biggest fans, and she's an amazing human being. And she just you know she's like she she has a head injury. It's different. Um, but she said, no, it's just like really motivating and, and inspiring to see, you know, the progression and, and how fast, um, and it gives, you know, other people hope that, that we can do it too. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't want to sound ignorant, but is there a big paddleboarding community? Like I, I know nothing about paddleboarding. What's huge. Is, is, is it? Yeah. I, I just, yeah. I know I've done it once in Florida yeah. cause it was on the beach and yeah. It was something so, to do, so there's like an APP world tour. There's like, like we have a world, there's a world championships coming up in Hungary in J June. Um, it's in the, it's an Olympic sport. Uh, it was just decided, uh, I, I believe it's, it's just been decided that it's going to be in, okay. in the 2024. Okay. Um, it was like the but goat, it's, a, it's like in the Pan Am game. So this year, because of all of that crazy paddles up stuff, I was nominated for international stand-up paddleboarding man of the year. It's gone for 11 years, the awards. Um, and I was nominated. It was me and a bunch of world champions and Pan Am games winners. And, um, and I became the first Canadian to become international stand-up paddleboarding man of the year. Congrats. I beat Holy all shit. the world champions. That's, that's exciting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah so amazing. I Congrats. won um, the international people's choice, which was chosen by the public. And then I and then I won man of the year, which was chosen by the committee. Wow. So that yeah, was crazy. And actually, for the first time, it was the first time that a Canadian's won. And... A Canadian won the man of the year and the woman of the year. Wow. Yeah. So Canadian's Big year for Canada. Yeah, year we for took Canada's it all. The, and the paddleboarding. Do you, who, do you know who the girl is that, that won it? Like, by any chance? Or Maddie friends? LeBlanc. Yeah. Maddie LeBlanc. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's she's epic. She's a beast, eh? She's beast. Does she yeah. paddleboard across Lake Ontario, too? Or is she like... Uh, she's done big distances. I think she did the Tennessee 50, 50K this wow. year. Um, but no, she's like beast mode. She's awesome. So are these races? It's just like you're on a paddleboard and just you're going. Yeah, that's what, okay. That's what yeah, yeah. You must be. They must be jacked to go. I was on those say, races. Shoulders, I did. shoulders and legs. Yeah. So Actually, la core. so 
last January, I did, uh, there was, you know where the Marleys play? Yeah, yeah. Rico. Yeah, so they do the boat show Cola, there. Coca-Cola Coliseum. Not Rico. Yeah, a couple years ago. <laughs> Whoops. Coca-Cola Coliseum. Anyways, not yeah, a real. Really so they, so they flood, flood the rink and they, and they do boating shows during, during, during the boat show. Okay. During the boat show. Yeah. And, um, and they had a paddle boarding race. And I did my first. It was only 400 meters. I came dead last. But it was just approved to myself. It was cra- crazy. Everybody was off the water like five minutes before me. And, and everybody's like cheering for me to like come in. And the announcer probably was the only person in the building who had no idea what was going on. But he was like, come on, come on. And I was, uh, but every, uh, yeah. And I was, I was like, oh, he doesn't know my story. (laughs) They're probably like, this guy's taking forever. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, let's go. We've got more races to do. (laughs) You have a good sense of humor about the whole situation now, which is nice. Now I do. Now you do. Because, you know, when you're in that dark spot, there's no light. You feel like there's no light, right? So it's nice that you can look back and and laugh on it now because it's, you know, you've, kind of passed and you, yeah. you made it far but I think it's a good point to kind of the, the only thing I want to ask I just I want to ask I know we're going to go with this no, now, I was gonna, on the back, Rochester oh sorry yeah yeah, yeah, yeah sorry yeah. Um, ask question, that's where I was going to go no that's no. where I was going to go is that so now for this across Lake Ontario you have eight months essentially to train to August yep. um, what does your training schedule look like like is it like so very it, structured planned so it's pretty structured so um I have to be realistic with, so, so my condition, I can, I can have an up day and then a down day. So today I'm having an up day. I've done a lot. Today. Oh, you're here with the pals. Hello. I'm here with the pals. It's great, great day. Too. Boom. <laughs> um, so, but like I can, you know, usually after a lot of physical activity, I crash for a day, sometimes two. Um, and so I just need to be, so right now I'm doing, um, you know, with a, with a head condition, uh, I'm doing an hour, hour and a half walk every day. And then I do about half an hour workout at home. Um, and then in February and, and then try to get on the water once a week. And then in February, that hour, hour walk every day becomes two hours of walk and then half an hour and then hopefully two times on the water every week. And it just keeps on building, um, yeah. until I'm on the water most of the time may through august in terms of working out what's a workout look like for you because i don't think there's any paddle boarding machines at the gym weights sit-ups push-ups so yeah basic basic stuff basic stuff yeah it's it's hard because um yeah like i like i put it out on social media i was like how does a person with a neurological condition train for anything like how so it's just kind of like i'm just playing with like whatever there's not many personal trainers out there that have experience in this right it's like you just hire someone hey oh let me get that 50 dollar a week plan and i'm just gonna follow it so an interesting part of my story actually that i haven't really touched on was that when uh all of this happened to me and i tried to like i wanted to normalize what it was i googled famous people my condition because i was like i just want to put a face on this so that i don't feel so alone in this and and i found a couple politicians and i thought okay and then and then i saw tony horton from p90x um and he's like celebrity fitness guru and this the happened. Ab Ripper X. He yeah. used to do it back in the day. Yeah. That's how I knew who you were talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And Ab Ripper X. Come on. You get there. You got it. Yeah, yeah man. Let's I, crush I, Ab Ripper X, I can almost like mimic it word for word. Yeah. I, used to, I never could do it, but yeah. I would try to yeah. attempt it. Yeah. My parents' bedroom when I was a kid. You? Yeah. Not a kid when I was like 18, 19. Amazing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I messaged, like, like, I thought, you know, like, like I was in a really, I was in a really rough place. Like it was, it was January. I looked like a White Walker from the Game of Thrones with how my face. Like it was, it was a really rough time. And I, I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna write to him, and I'm just gonna see what he says. And and then I found him on social media, and you know, we had hundreds of thousands of followers, fan base of millions, and and I thought I'll just put it out. And and then I got this message and a friend request and and you know tony said some amazing thing there it's in the book like it's Unreal. it's awesome I'll, I'll read that. um That's... but no he was he was a part of my book launch book launch event like 
Um, yeah, like pretty, pretty amazing. So maybe I'll talk to Tony yeah. a little bit about, about training. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we have some work to do. Yeah. We, <laughs> we talk about this all the time on the podcast, but it's just about shooting your shot. Like what's the worst case scenario? You rode to him and he yeah. doesn't reply. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Best case scenario. You have a friend who you can relate to, who yeah. you can put a you know face to a disease. You can kind of bounce ideas yeah. off and just feel like yeah. you've, you're not in this alone. Yeah. Right. So. Again, anybody listening, shoot your shot always. always. Never be afraid to shoot your shot. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, so you're going to build up to it. Do you think, like, in your mind, are you, is there anything with, like, maybe worrying you or holding you back that you think, like, as you build up and get to that point, like, eight months is still quite a long time, but yeah. starting from the point you are now to get there and, and, like, not really spending, let's say, a full, full, full days in the water until May or so. Yeah. Do you think that's going to pose limitations? Do you feel like, You'll get it back by then. Like, what? Where's your head I th- at? In that I regard? think that the on land training is just as important as the on the water training. Okay. So I think that by the time April kind of rolls around, um, which I'd, I'd be on the water quite quite a bit, maybe four or five times okay. times a week. Um, but it, it's 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 different. Like, I can't say that I'm gonna be doing, you know hours every day mm-hmm. um some days i can some days i can't Fair. but it's just gonna be you know on that day in august or two days or whatever um you know i'll have my support crew i'll have i'll have my my buddy with me who's who's you know cheering me on she said to me this isn't a race we're gonna take our time it's going to be like a vacation, like a, what? Not a vacation, but like a, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a yeah. journey. Like this is, this is an adventure. It's not, yeah, a, it's journey. not a race. So yeah. like we'll, we'll just go out there and do it. And are you going from uh, Toronto across that way or that way back? No. So we're going to take a boat across. Okay. And uh, so we'll, we'll have to check in with, with border services over wow. there and we'll have to bring our passports. And then um, I've been told by Marine police, you know, that, you know, ex- expect Canadian border services when we arrive. So have your passports with you. Oh wow! Got a little Ziploc so, baggie okay. attached to your board. Yeah. Is there is there a chance that like the the American Coast Guard or the Canadian Coast Guard comes out like sees you in the middle of the water and like what the hell is this guy doing? Like let's. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so because there's been so many people who've swam it that I don't think that you know if there's paper there's paperwork to do. Yeah. yeah. But but you know it'll be all orchestrated and I can't even imagine went across that no, no. paddleboard anything across that I'm not a I, water person I, I mean I love the beach but I'm like a yeah. I'm a I water swear. I did a triathlon back in uh, 2018 or something like that 19 and uh, the swimming part of it I was the captain of my yeah. high school swim team okay. I was, I'm a I was a great swimmer back okay. in the day so I thought I was going to crush this swim aspect of it and actually funny enough because I'm going to tell a story about this paddleboarder lady so I, I'm like I'm going to crush this thing I'm going to get ahead I'm going to just destroy it so I get in the water, my leg cramps up, and I'm like, I start basically thinking I'm gonna die in a nutshell. <laughs> I was like, this is the worst thing ever. And I look up and there's a lady sitting on a paddleboard, and I go, uh, can I just like chill? She's like, you'll be disqualified. And at that point I wanted to just drown so bad, I just wanted to yeah. grab on. Yeah. I'm like, if I grab on, I'm gonna, you know, I'm disqualified, I can't do it. So I sucked it up, I swam. I was gonna swim it in a pool, I could do it in like 22 minutes, 23 okay. minutes. It took me 44 minutes or okay. so, something ridiculous. Yeah. So after that, I've decided I know my limitations in swimming in, in outdoor areas. How yeah. many kilometers was that? It was, I think it was like a kilometer. So it, yeah. So take you, I can't even do that math. What's 40 minutes times 160? 640? Not paying attention. So you get that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> not important. It's too long. It's okay. It's too long. Too don't long worry. anyways. Don't worry. It's, it's okay. Rick's, br- yeah, I would not it would have solved that It would be too long. But yeah, so um, I decided I'm not doing any long distance yeah. Anything in the water. Yeah. Good. But honestly, good for you for doing that. It's crazy. Yeah. The, and the that's, fact that like, yeah. Yeah. August no, 22nd. Figure, right? You know, if I get tired, just lay down on the board. It's going to be hot. It's going to be. Imagine it know. just rains that day. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. No. Positive no. vibes. We'll send good yeah. GVO. Good yeah. vibes only out there. So you said it's August 22nd, 2021, correct? Yeah. Okay. And I'm assuming it's probably a Saturday. Uh, so August, I th- it's a Tuesday. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Maybe just less boats out there. Uh, I chose Tuesday because it's an awareness campaign, and just knowing how media works, Tuesday's a good day. Um, so if so, if it brings in more money for them, yeah. uh, more media it, attention, more yeah. money. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Really crazy. Honestly, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around that. I can't even like. 
Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just say like bike, just even like cycling that far is, is tough. Like, again, I did the... Uh, Driving that far, I get bored. Yeah. I did a two-hour drive um, to Buffalo. I honestly yeah, get bored yeah. of that drive. I did the uh, ride to conquer cancer, which is two okay, days, amazing. 200 kilometers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was tough. Yeah. And that's over. That's 100 kilometers yeah. a day for two days. And yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like my knees were hurting. My yeah, body yeah, was yeah. hurting. So yeah. kudos to you for doing that. It's obviously very thank exciting. You. And thank you. this is usually around the time, the point where we start to, to wrap this up. So first off, I want to thank you for coming on the no. podcast because you've been great in the books. And we've yeah. got to get you assigned and sign the the beautiful wall we have uh but we've got two questions we always ask every single guest oh do you know that no oh he's never listened to the end okay so we um the first question if there was a movie about your life who would you want to star as you could be anyone from any given time um oh that's a really terrible question (laughs) uh i think i think maybe eddie redmayne or Andrew Garfield. Okay. Yeah. Who's the Who's first, the first Eddie, one? Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Redmayne. It's from that movie about um, scientists. Oh, my gosh. The movie about the scientist, Jordan. <laughs> Got to be a little bit more specific on yeah. that one. That was so good. Uh, do, you know, do you know the movie I she's do, I, I can't remember the name. Of Eddie. The Theory of Everything. The Theory of Everything. Oh, who plays Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a sick one. Yeah, actually, I can see that for sure. I like That's the first time we've got that. What's his name? Eddie... Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Raymond. Wow, that's a huh. good answer. Yeah. Great answer. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Point one point for you. There we go. <laughs> that's Last actually a really good one. Last question. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Um, to trust the process and to know... To, to know that if you trust the process, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out the way that it's supposed to. It's good advice. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like that. It's I, really I good. Um, Mike. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Mike, Let's go. If, um, if people want to find out more about you, the, the, the journey that you're doing, the book, where can they go? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram as the unbalanced paddleboarder. Um, I'm also on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Um, LinkedIn, like everywhere. Yeah, um, uh, speeches are online on YouTube. Just look me up, Mike Shorman. And the book is, you know, Indigo, Amazon, Crash and Rise, Crash and Rise Diaries of the Unbalanced Paddleboarder. Love it, love it. Well, Grab we'll a make- copy, guys. Yeah. Local bookstore, online. Amazon's easy. Everyone knows Amazon. Mm-hmm. That's easy, right? We'll, yep. we'll, we'll make yeah. sure we tag everything in the uh, in the yep. comments. But again, Mike, thanks for coming on. It's been no. an absolute pleasure. Amazing, thank you. And uh, guys, check out his book. Watch the videos online. It's been a great chat. And uh, and yeah, when the, when the campaign goes up and all that stuff, make sure to donate, support, because uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really a ambitious good challenge. Good for you. Thank you. Really cool. Cheers. All right. Guys, if you made it this far, don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, all the fun things. And other than that, signing off, pals. Cheers. See ya. You like to drink and to smoke to take away the pain. And I don't remember all of my mistakes in every I got alone. No one thing. You're not alright. I'm not alright.